Welcome to season two of the Queen Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Queen Callie. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about transitions and what to do when you make major changes in life. So stay tuned for my journey and my experiences and looking forward to our talk today. Hey, kings and queens, it's your girl, Queen Callie, and I was just sitting here reflecting on the phase of my life that I'm in right now, and I'm speaking from a place of just moving to a new place and being able to transition in that place and adjust to my new environment, and in that adjusting and in that transition phase... Um, It can be really difficult to still be able to make time for all the other responsibilities that you have, especially when it comes to nurturing that relationship with Christ, with other people, with your friends at the previous location that you came from, and just trying to navigate all the change that's happening in life right now. And I wanted to speak from this place um, because... In this place of transition and adjustment, it is really easy to become distracted. And so I wanted to speak from that place of distraction and to do a, a, a reminder, to conduct a reminder and a recount of who God is and what he's doing and what he's capable of. And to remind each of us that we do have a purpose on this earth and that We must go after that purpose. And so I wanted to read from Ephesians 4, verse 1. It says, as a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. I want to stop there for a second because I think it's important to highlight a very important and critical portion of this verse. It states to urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. And I want us to break that down for a second because again, and I want to tie this back to this idea of distraction and especially when you're in a new season of life that has called for a lot of change and you're trying to adjust and you're trying to make that transition and you're trying to just get your feet on the ground. First, I want to remind each and every single one of you that in a season of change, difficulty, transition, adjustment, whatever it is for you, God is still present and he is still in charge. He still has full authority and control over what happens in your life. The second thing I want to highlight here is that even in this adjustment, even in this transition, even in this new season of life, it is our responsibility to still ensure that we are creating the space with God and for God, right? If we are letting our busyness and our distraction and all the change keep us from our relationship with him, then that in itself is a trick of the enemy to keep us distracted from being able to achieve what it is that we have to do. Sometimes I think we get so caught in our busyness of life and all the tasks, all the mundane tasks at that that we need to do, that we forget that God is the orchestrator of all of it in the first place. And so I want us to come to this 
place of reverence to God and understanding this reminder that he is the priority. He is the caller of your anointing. He is the keeper in your anointing. And he is responsible for taking taking it away if he needs to in order to humble us, right? So I want us to, to take in that, the importance of that and the holiness of our Father and remind ourselves that even in a season of change, transition and adjustment in a place where obviously we know nothing, we have no idea what's going on. And it can be so tumultuous that he is the one that we should be looking to. But other than that, I wanted to utilize this verse as a a way of grounding us and of reminding us that even in this phase, we should start to transition back into a state of habit and routine and not habit and routine of making it so mundane and boring, right? But a, a place of discipline and consistency. And I want us to reflect upon what it is that our calling is. Whatever that is for you, whether it's to be a teacher, whether it's to be a mother, whether it's to influence people and and create change in the world or the environment that you're in. And obviously, the thing that I've talked about a lot on this um, platform has been my calling to initiate museums that honor black women. And I want us to think about our callings, everything that we have been called to. Again, God is the caller. He is the keeper in that calling. But while we are pursuing that calling, we need to make sure we are living a life worthy of the calling that we have received. And the reason why I think that this can be a grounding verse for us in these times of season changes and not really knowing what's going on is because once we recall what our calling is and what we've been called to do, we should be able to immediately implement, of course, with the assistance of God, implement those habits in our lives that keep us grounded in him and keep us reminded of what it is we're supposed to do so for example if I know that I'm called to be a teacher then part of me living a life worthy of my calling is of course being able to establish a routine and a consistency and a disciplined effort that ensures that I'm remaining and maintaining my relationship with God while also preparing for and mastering my craft. So that might look like taking, you know, on some kind of study material or preparing lessons in advance or coming up with creative ways to teach people or practicing my craft somewhere else. Those are the kinds of things that we should be doing as we are rebuilding our schedules and rebuilding a sense of consistency in these seasonal changes. Um, in order to remind us again of that calling and remind us again of what it is that we're supposed to be doing and grounding us in what it is that God's called us to. The thing that I wanted to highlight here, though, is while we are supposed to be grounded in our calling, sometimes with change, it is easy for us to be distracted by what we used to know in our past. And the crazy thing about God is he's not going to let you just hold on to your past and move you forward into something new. Okay. He wants us to trust that we can bury our past and move forward in faith in him in order to go forward to the next thing that he's called us to. So for some of you, this seasonal change is you just started a new job or you've moved to a new location and you don't know people or maybe you um, quit 
a job and now you have to figure out what's next for you or maybe you're just starting school again or maybe something tragic happened in your life and you're trying to adjust with that or maybe your financial situation has changed. Whatever that change or that adjustment has been for you, recognize that there's more than likely some kind of healing that needs to take place from the past before you can move on and step into that new thing. And this is kind of where I found myself where, again, I had just moved to this new location. I found myself trying to adjust, trying to make that transition. And as soon as what's crazy is the enemy is so at work, as soon as I started to go after my calling and after my purpose, that's when the enemy tried to distract me. That's when he made me feel like going back to my past was a necessity necessity that's when he reminded me of my past shame and my past guilt and all those things that I thought I had done the work in order to move on from um it was in that transition phase that I started to feel all of those things from the past again and so I wanted to bring that up because again I think that the the Transition phase can be a very tumultuous time in which we're dealing with our past emotions. We're excited for the new thing, yet we don't know how we're going to get to that new thing. We know we have the calling over our lives. We know we have the purpose. However, we might not necessarily know how it is that we're supposed to get there. And so I think that one of the things that, again, I want to remind us of is one, Ephesians 4 tells us that as prisoners of the Lord, we are urged to live a life worthy of the calling that we have received. And so in that reminder, we can remain grounded in our tumultuous time, in our seasonal change, in our adjustment period, and start to re-implement those things in our lives that helped us remain consistent in our calling, helped us um, build those strong habits of discipline that would lead us to our purpose, right? However, we also have to recognize that in that habit building in that consistency phase in that discipline building phase there's also a phase in which we need to be able to fully let go and bury the past and I wanted to read specifically from Mark 9 and this is Jesus talking from verses 16 to 17 and it says again this is Jesus speaking to the Pharisees No one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch will pull away from the garment, making the tear worse. Neither do people pour new wine into old wineskins. If they do, the skins will burst. The wine will run out and the wineskins will be ruined. No, they pour new wine into new wineskins and both are preserved. And you might be asking, Callie, what are we talking about? Why are we talking about patches of garments and wine and wineskins? Well, I want to kind of take what Jesus is discussing here in this parable and put it in context to what we're discussing in terms of letting go of the old in order to walk in the new, right? Again, when we are going through that adjustment phase, that tumultuous time, that seasonal change in our lives, whatever it is, more than likely we are removing ourselves from an old place and trying and striving towards that new thing. And while we are trying to ground ourselves, like we've discussed through Ephesians 4, of trying to live that life worthy of our calling, 
Part of our ability to live our life worthy of our calling is our ability to let go of what we've been holding on to in the past. You cannot take what you've, those habits in the past that weren't helping you, some of the people that were only bringing you down, some of the negative negativity that you were placing upon yourself, those low self-esteem issues, that toxic relationship, all those things have to stay in the past and they have to be buried. And to tie in what Jesus is saying here, you can't take an old patch of cloth and try to patch up a new garment. That's not what Jesus wants to do. He doesn't want to just patch you up. He wants to heal you completely. In that same way, you can't take old wine and put it into new wineskins. It will burst. Imagine if you were to take the old version of yourself and try to place it in your calling. Imagine if you were to take the person who didn't have the character that you needed, who was still hanging on to that toxic relationship, who was still full of low self-esteem, and you tried to go be the speaker in front of thousands of people, or you tried to go be the mother of those three children by yourself, or you tried to go be the teacher or the college professor for these students that are looking up to you, you would collapse with the weight of that responsibility because we would be trying to take in the old things and bringing them into this calling that God has for us. So I wanted to, again, remind us, not only are we to build those habits that allow us to live that life worthy of our calling, we need to be able to drop all the weights. We need to be able to remove every single thing from our past and bury it so that way we can walk forward in the new thing that Jesus is trying to present to us in our calling. So I wanted to leave that there for every single one of you. And I wanted to take this opportunity to pray over you. Lord, first off, thank you for the calling that you have given us. Lord, in this season of change, in this season of turmoil, in this season of things that we have no idea are going on, Lord, we need you. In this season, there are so many things from our past that might be hindering us from our ability to step forth into the calling that you have for us. Lord, we ask that you heal us from those things. We ask that you ground us in this moment. We ask that you allow us to recognize and remember the calling that you've placed on our lives, even in this season, even in the craziness of this season. Help us to remember what it is that you spoke over us. Help us to recognize that even in this moment, you are here with us. And Lord, we pray and we trust that you're going to allow us to step forth into that calling through our healing with you and through those habits that we develop, through that discipline and the consistency that we develop with you. In your name we pray, amen. Thank you so much, kings and queens, and have a great day. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in to the Queen Speaks podcast. You can listen in and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, or Spotify. And you can follow me, your host, Queen Callie, at Queen Callie on Instagram or Queen Callie underscore on TikTok for museum reviews. And if you're interested, please check out the McMillaninstitute.com to find out more information about the museums. Thank you so much again and have a great day, kings and queens.